Well, you ain't no prize yourself. Well, now look at you, slopping around in your own clothes. And them slippers. Yeah. Sitting around the house all day, moaning and groaning about how cold it is, or how hot it is, or well, how long something is. Well, dang it hurts, or that hurts, or the kids next door making too much noise, a neighbor's cat keeps you awake at night. Nick, you're turning into an old man. Well, dang it, I am an old man. I'm 71. Yeah, and I'm 72. Only thing it's done for me is give me glasses and let out pants. You don't see me sitting around like an old woman, do you? Old woman? Well, at least you got your hearing. Welcome, everyone, to Heartbeat Theater. I'm your host, C.P. McGregor, inviting you to take a fascinating look into this ever-changing world we live in. It's a world of ideas, conflict, troubles, and joy, and quite often, a world made more stable and spiritually serene through the unceasing care and concern of the Salvation Army, serving man in the service of God. From Hollywood, the Salvation Army presents Heartbeat Theater and the story of an elderly but enthusiastic man who just didn't know when to quit. It's titled The 72nd Christmas of Charlie Snow, written by Robert McKenzie and starring Bill Keene in the title role. Here's the first act of The 72nd Christmas of Charlie Snow. now boarding at ramp 9. Transworld Airlines flight 419 for Atlanta. That's uh, my Angeles, flight major. I better be on my way. Thanks for driving me down. Pleasure, Dave. Glad I could help. Have a nice flight. Uh, I don't know why they wait till the last minute with these business things. Hate to spend Christmas away from the family. Well, now, don't you worry about it. We'll see they're taken care of. We'll miss you at the Christmas party next week, though. <laughs> You're the best Santa Claus we've ever had. <laughs> oh, I'm going to miss it, too. That's life. Oh, uh, that reminds me. I brought along the Santa Claus suit for you. It, it's in this box. Hope you find somebody big enough for it. <laughs> we'll do our best, Dave. Well, <clears throat> I'm off. Uh, see you in two weeks. Have a nice Christmas. You too, Dave. Think of us out there in uh, sunny California. Hmm? Yeah, I'll do that. Bye. Uh, 4.30... Better head back before I... Oh, hey! Uh, well, oh, I, 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 I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Here, let me help you with... Oh, the... that's all right, boy. I've been looking for one of you fellas anyway. Uh, Here, you grab those. I'll take the heavy one. Uh, beg pardon? The uh, bags, son, the bags. You bring the rest of those and I'll go hunt for a taxi. Come on. Oh, but I, I'm not... Uh, oh, uh, but... That's all right, son. Just bring them along. Yeah, makes man feel alive. Uh, just put it right down there, son. Uh, taxi! Uh, well, anywhere, son. Right there is fine. All right, all right. All right. Uh, I, I think I ought uh, to tell beautiful you. Beautiful day, I... eh, boy? Uh, uh, taxi! Yes. Here. Here you are, son. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, but uh, 
I'm afraid I can't take that. Huh? Then... Don't you worry, son. I got plenty more where that come from. Heck, it's Christmas, ain't it? It's giving time. You go do something nice to somebody else with that. It'll make you a better man. You just take it from old Charlie Snow. Taxi! Oh, dang them cabs. Mr. Where Snow, are I'm sorry. I really can't take this. Eh? Oh, now look Please. here, son. I... I'm afraid you made a mistake. You see, I, I'm not a red cap. How's that? <laughs> I don't quite know how to tell you, but I, I'm an officer with the Salvation Army. What? I'm Major John Carroll of the Salvation Army. <laughs> you moved so fast there, I didn't have a chance to tell you sooner. Salvation Army? Oh, wait a minute. Let me get my specs on here. I've... Yeah. <laughs> Salvation Army. Oh, well, now, that sure is one on me, son. I mean, Major. <laughs> I'll be doggone. Oh, you must think I'm a senile old fool. <laughs> Major, I sure do owe you an apology. Oh, no, 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 you don't. It was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, a little unusual, but a uh, pleasure. I was glad to help. Ah. <laughs> Here's your cab, Mr. Snow. Uh, uh, Here, let, let me help you with those bags. After all, I'm something of an expert now. <laughs> there we are. Uh, well. <laughs> oh, and here, you take this money back. While it's uh, a little out of my line, the bags are on the house. Oh, no. No, sir. You keep that, Major. Matter of fact, here. Here's ten more. Now, that's the least I can do for the Salvation Army. And a Merry Christmas to you, too. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have a nice holiday. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Huh? What is it, Major? Uh, one of those packages in there is mine. I, I dropped it when we ran into each other. Son, I got a dozen packages in here. What did it look like? Well, well I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I, I didn't get a very good look at it before we... Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ah, oh, this must be it. Uh-huh. It don't look like anything of mine. Here you go. All right, let's go, driver. Oh, do you mind if I just check Gotta it go, before sir. we... See you. darndest experience I've ever had. One minute I'm saying goodbye to Dave Goodall, and the next I'm lugging five bags, and they were heavy. <laughs> you two have a unique way of getting into trouble. Oh, really, it, it wasn't any trouble, except that uh, now I've discovered a few places where I never knew I had muscles before. Oh. Want some more coffee? Half a cup, thanks, honey. And then we'd better go over this Christmas party once again. Uh, how many kids were coming at last count? About 30. Unless Mrs. Schuster brings the day nursery children over like she did last year. That'll make it about 45. Mm. What about food? Well, we got 10 gallons of chocolate ice cream from George Rhodes, and Ernie said he'd bring a cake. No, and... we need more cake. Let's see what I can do in the morning. Here's your coffee. Thanks. Oh, uh, did we save any of those decorations from last year? Mm-hmm, on the shelf in the hall closet. Why don't you get them down? We'll check them over. All right. While I'm doing that, uh, why don't you look over that Santa Claus suit? It's that box on the coffee table. All right. <laughs> I still can't get over that man you ran into this afternoon. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> mm. Would you believe one very sore back? <laughs> why are the things you're looking for always on the bottom? Lift that box, tote that veil. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Why don't you just check that suit? Yes, darling, anything you say. Um, Jack. Yeah, what? Are you in the mood for one more funny? 
This must be my lucky day. Well, this isn't a Santa Claus suit. <laughs> it's a pair of long underwear. <laughs> Santa Claus outfit. You brought me this all the way from California? A Santa Claus outfit? What are you talking about? This is supposed to be some kind of a joke, Charlie, because it ain't funny. Yeah, let me see that. Where are my specs? They're in your pocket when they should be on your nose, you old fool. Huh. You're supposed to wear them all the time. Now let me see that. <laughs> yeah, it ain't funny. <laughs> it ain't supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a pair of long johns. Yeah. Well, what kind of a thing is that to bring anyone? I brought him because you're always bellyaching about how cold you are. Well, that's because you leave all the windows and the whole dang house wide open. So we can have some good, healthy, fresh air in here, that's why. The oh. place was like a Turkish bath when I got home this afternoon. Every window shut, the furnace going full blast. No wonder you're puny all the time, Nick. I ain't puny and you know it. I just ain't used to living in a... Continual blizzard, that's all. Well, that's why I brought you the long handles. Then where did this uh, Santa Claus outfit come from? Well, I don't know. Hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. I bet I know. Uh. I bet it belongs to that Salvation Army fella. <laughs> Remember that fella I was telling you about? Carried my bags all the way to the taxi stand before I found out who he was. We must have got our boxes mixed up. <laughs> well, it ain't funny, Charlie. If you wear them glasses like you're supposed to, you wouldn't go around making a fool of yourself like that. You know something, Nick. One of these days, you're going to just shrivel up and blow away out of sheer cussedness. Oh, is that so? Yeah, that's so. You've turned into the sourest old goat I ever knew. If laughs was a buck apiece, you wouldn't carry change for a nickel. Well, you ain't no prize yourself. Well, now look at you, slopping around in your own clothes. And them slippers. Yeah. Sitting around the house all day, moaning and groaning about how cold it is, or how hot it is, or well, how wrong something is. Well, dang this it. hurts, or that hurts, or the kids next door making too much noise, a neighbor's cat keeps you awake at night. Nick, you're turning into an old man. Well, dang it, I am an old man. I'm 71. Yeah, and I'm 72. Only thing it's done for me is give me glasses and let out pants. You don't see me sitting around like an old woman, do you? Old woman! Well, at least you got your hair and doggone it, Nick. We've bunked together for 15 years ever since Florence passed away. And every year you've been slowly closing up more and more like a clam. Now it just plain ain't healthy. But you... Look at this place. Looks like a pigsty. Didn't even put up the Christmas decorations this year. Nothing ever happens around here unless I start it. Nick, you got to get out of your chair. you got to do something. you got to get moving or life's going to pass you right straight by. Now, you just keep talking, Charlie boy. Why not? You know I'm right. Well, you can be just as right as you please. Now, what do you think you're doing? Packing up. That's what I'm doing. Huh? Get moving. Ain't that what you said? Start doing something? Well, I'm going to start by getting out of here right now. And I hope you have a very merry Christmas all by yourself. You've been listening to Act One of the 72nd Christmas of Charlie Snow with Bill Keane as Charlie. Christmas is only a short time away now, 
And among those whom you're remembering this year should be the Salvation Army. For more than a hundred years, these inspired soldiers of God have ministered to the lost and unfortunate of the world, and particularly at Christmas time, have sought to bring to these people the joy of the season and the thoughtful concern of their fellow men. Christmas is a time of joy and sharing, and when you see the Salvation Army's Christmas kettles on the streets of your town, be generous in your concern for those in need. Your own Christmas will be all the brighter for it. Now, the 72nd Christmas of Charlie Snow, Act Two. I didn't mean to tell you my troubles, Major. I just came by to bring you this suit. Now, look, you're busy. I'll, uh, I'll come by some other time. Huh? Not so busy I can't talk to you, Charlie. After all, problems are my business. Right through here, hmm? Now, park yourself. How about a cup of coffee, hmm? Oh, well, now, that, that sounds just fine. Sure. Say, uh, what's all the festivities in the other room? Our annual Christmas party for the kids in the neighborhood. No? Most of them are underprivileged and won't have much of a Christmas. Oh, we'll help their families, too, but it's, a, it's kind of a special time for the kids. So we have this little party for them. Ice cream and cake. And we sing some carols. And Santa Claus manages to show up with a little gift for each one. The toys that have been donated to us or, or repaired by some of our volunteer help. <laughs> that's, that's a grand thing to do, Major. Mm. I bet those kids have a swell time, too, huh? Yes, they do. Here you go. <laughs> oh, thanks. This uh, <clears throat> Santa Claus suit's for the party, too, ain't it? That's right. Uh-huh. I'd uh, taken the man who usually wears it to the airport the day I met you. Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid this year it's, uh, it's me and half a dozen pillows. <laughs> Be awful lumpy. Yeah. Better a lumpy Santa Claus than none at all, huh? Now, tell me about your friend. Nick? Why, he's the most cantankerous, mean-tempered, bull-headed, sour-mouthed old coot that ever swallowed God's fresh air, that's what. And uh, you miss him, don't you? Miss him? Miss that old rattlesnake? Well, let me tell you, his leaving was the best thing. I mean, why, with old Nick gone, I... Uh, yes, dang it, I do miss him now. Ain't that funny? Why funny? Well, I've known that old buzzard for 50 years. We used to prospect for gold years ago. He didn't used to be like that. Like what, Charlie? Oh, moody. Kind of, well, kind of bitter about things. Fussy as an old woman. Don't laugh, don't even smile, don't do nothing. You know what? He just discovered he was an old man, Major, and he's just going to sit there and take it. I see. Yeah. And I gather from what you told me a few minutes ago that that's what started the argument, huh? Yeah. I guess I kind of let into him about it. But darn it, it made me mad, him sitting there like he was all washed up and no good for nothing anymore. You were kind of hard on him, weren't you? Well, maybe I was a bit sharp, but I, well, I was only telling them the truth. But sometimes, Charlie, we have to season the truth with a little consideration, a little thoughtfulness. Makes it easier to take. You see, many people fear old age. 
Well, it can be a lonely time for them. Not many friends left, few responsibilities, a world that has, for the most part, passed them by. We've all had to make a place for ourselves in the world, and, and quite often we have to do it all over again when we're old. It's not always an easy thing to do. Yeah, I guess not. You know, you're very fortunate, Charlie. Hmm? You've made your place. <laughs> With a vengeance, I'd say. <laughs> but uh, Nick hasn't, so you've got to help him. Find a common interest and, and share it with him. Spend a little more time at home and, and, and do some of the things Nick wants to do. And if you'll show a little interest, he'll find things he wants to do. A and do a lot more talking, a lot more communicating, not arguing now. That doesn't accomplish anything. Good conversation. Well, there are probably a thousand things you two can talk about if you put your minds to it. I don't know, Major. I ain't much for soft soaping. No, no, it's not soft soaping, Charlie. It's concern, a genuine interest in Nick, how he feels, what he thinks. Mm -hmm. That's what life's all about, you know. A love, a concern for each other, a desire to help each other. That's the only way we get along. That's what Christmas is all about. God sharing himself with us so we can follow his example. And not just at this time of year but all year long. You see, Charlie, if you want Nick to give of himself, to contribute, you have to give, too. It's a two-way street. Hmm. You know, Major, for a young fellow, you make pretty good sense. <laughs> well, coming from you, young fella, I consider that high praise. <laughs> Well, the trouble is, how can I start? The old goat won't even talk to me. Mm -hmm. uh, where is he? Oh, he's got a room in one of them old hotels down on 23rd Street. Full mm -hmm. of old men, just like him. He won't even let me in in the door. Uh, well, you, you think he might talk to me? Huh? Hey, now you know, he just might. <laughs> oh, oh. Would you talk to him, Major? He'd listen to you. I'll give it a try, Charlie. Oh, now that's great, Major. I say you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, let me get this Santa Claus suit to my wife. Uh, she needs to take it in here and there, and then I'll take a little trip down to 23rd Street. Uh, Major, you know, uh, them kids are going to see right through all them pillars that you'll be wearing. Hmm? What? I mean, they're going to know that it's you. Well, uh, that's a chance I'll have to take. Of course, if uh, there was to be somebody the kids didn't know wearing it, somebody with a paunch big enough to fill out all of them wrinkles, they, uh, <laughs> they just might believe he was the real thing. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Uh, you got somebody in mind? I, uh, might. Well, <laughs> that's terrific. Now... If he was to be down here at 7.30 tomorrow evening, I just might put him to work. <laughs> He'll be here, Major. Ready, willing, and able. <laughs> you can dress in here, Mr. Snow. Ah, oh, thank you. And, uh, say, I wish you'd call me Charlie. 
<laughs> you know, judging from them kids out there, the Salvation Army's made an awful lot of folks happy this Christmas. There must be about 50 of them out there. <laughs> 43, and all looking forward to Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, but they are. Oh, we'll be ready for you in about 10 minutes, Charlie. Does that give you enough time? Oh, sure. Say, uh, <clears throat> you ain't heard from the Major yet, have you? Not one word, and I could use that man right now. Mm. Well, I- I'll get out of here so you can change. I'll tap on the door when we're ready. And thanks, Charlie. You're an awfully good sport. Well, I'd better get going. Ah, that old goat. Probably gave the Major a hard time. Yeah, you'd just like him not to want any help. But the Major didn't even get in to talk to him, not old fool. As soon as this is over, I'll go down there myself. He'll talk to me or I'll bust down the dog. Uh, yeah? Brought you an assistant, Charlie. Thought you might need some help. See you later. Well, how about giving me a hand with these dang pants? I don't see... Nick! Hello, Charlie. Oh, well, doggone you anyhow. About time you came back, it's good to see you. Well, how can you? You ain't got your specs on. Well, no, but... Well, what's that got to do with anything? Well, because if you were wearing your specs, you'd see that you was trying to put your foot down the sleeve of the jacket. I'm... Trying to... Huh? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well... Uh, oh, why don't you give me a hand, then, you old goat, instead of just standing there criticizing? Oh, it looks like I just got here just in time. You'd rip that outfit apart. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I suppose you could do it better. That's right, I could. Give me them pants. Now you look here, Nick. I... Where'd you pipe down give me them pants? Hey. Don't just stand there. Ain't that what you said? Get moving? Do something? Well, I'm doing it. Well, I, I'll be... <laughs> oh, Nick, you old buzzard. <laughs> it's good to have you back. <laughs> I thought I could stir a spark out of you. <laughs> good to be back, Charlie. Good. <laughs> but uh, how are you going to be Santa Claus, Nick? You ain't cracked a smile in ten years. Well, then, it's about time I did. You'd be surprised what I can do when I put my mind to it. <laughs> that major's a pretty smart young fella. Makes good sense. Yeah, he sure does. How'd you know? You wouldn't know good sense if it up and stepped on you. Yeah. How's, uh, how's his beard look? <laughs> on you? Like Hogan's goat. <laughs> No, 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 you listen here, Charlie. You, you, you can't. You know something, you old fool? I bet it does. Doggone you, Nick. Merry Christmas. <laughs> the same to you, Charlie. <laughs> now you grab them toys and follow me. We got a job to do. <laughs> has starred as Charlie in the 72nd Christmas of Charlie Snow. Also featured were Les Tremaine, Jane Webb, and Dick Nelson. Be sure to be with us again next week for another Heartbeat Theater story. 
a presentation of the Salvation Army, Heartbeat Theater is produced in Hollywood and broadcast overseas through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Remember that your contributions at the Salvation Army's Christmas Kettle can mean a truly Merry Christmas for someone less fortunate. Please be generous, won't you? Now, until next week, this is your host, C.P. McGregor, saying thanks for listening and wishing you the best of the Christmas season. <laughs>